Hey, welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese with your hosts, Mike Bakovin, Chad Planbeck, and Steph Romanski. How'd that go? I'm doing great. Uh, uh, I think I sold maybe two or three books to people I didn't know, but other people I knew showed up and talked nice. to me. And that was cool. It was great. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it made me feel very, very uh, uh, grateful. And before then, I got a cousin who is a t- sound engineer on a, a sports talk radio network in Lincoln. Okay. Okay. So he says, he's, I'm doing a book signing in Lincoln. He's like, hey, you want to come uh, be on my show? I'm like, sure, not knowing anything. Yeah. I know nothing, right? So it's Friday the 13th in an October. So I show up at this thing and I talk to my cousin a little bit and they call they call him Bach, right? He's like a, a, a you know sound engineer Bach or whatever, right? So they, he sits me down. These two huge ex-Husker football players come in. They sit down. <laughs> And they don't talk to me. And okay. I'm like, okay, so uh, we're going to get started. And they get started and they talk about sports for like two minutes. And then they turn, we got a guest. And here's Cousin Bach. Hey, Cousin Bach, you write horror books. Yeah, yeah, I write horror. And you'll be signing. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, and one goes, hey, hey, Cousin Bach, Cousin Bach, The Exorcist. And they look at me and I'm like, yeah, Exorcist is pretty good. And they talk about yeah. The Exorcist for like a minute or two. And then one goes, hey, hey, Cousin Bach, Cousin Bach, Cousin Bach, Cousin Bach. Poltergeist. And we do that yeah. for 40 minutes. <laughs> just throwing That's horror great. movies at me and me talking about it for a minute or two for yeah. 40 minutes with breaks. It yeah. was <laughs> There was nothing to say. Hey, cousin Buck, Texas Chainsaw Master. Yeah, 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 Texas. And I got into it. Then. It, was, it was great. There was just, I had no idea what was coming. And that's what was coming. And it was the weirdest freaking thing. You can go back and listen to the Cousin Friday Buck. The I yeah. love it. Hey, hey, cousin Buck, cousin Buck, cousin Buck. Saw, yeah, yeah. <laughs> James Wan's a madman. Let's talk about Saw. I had a friend threw his remote his TV and it broke it because he ate it in. <laughs> yeah, so, so movie. that was my thing. cousin. Was, yeah, so next time I see my cousin, like, hey, hey, cousin Bach, cousin, cousin Bach, cousin Bach, Exorcist Three, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scream, yeah, yeah, Scream is great. So, yeah, <laughs> so, uh, uh, so at least I, no one was calling me a serial killer. <laughs> that's true no it was it was a case of mistaken identity it was Hugh, not you <laughs> you serial killer not you okay, you so you're, I, not, no. you're not chopping up no no uh Hugh chopped up his wife and <laughs> ate her liver not you chopped up your wife and ate your liver sorry i was just sort of waking up in the middle of a fever dream and i thought what 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 is happening uh, the algorithm took you to a different podcast. Yeah, my algorithm hates me. I don't know what's there. my he loves me or hates me i'm not sure which <laughs> my favorite is still when it took you from what was it? Barry Lyndon. Oh, Monsters vs. Aliens, aliens. The Barry Lyndon. The Barry Lyndon. How the hell we got there? I don't know. It's so good. I've been thinking. I think about that like once a week. So I don't know. Wait, did they get there? Through? And it's a six too, I was too different. scared to go back to see what was the transition piece between yeah, the two. Yeah, so. All right. Well, welcome to the Atomic Way to Cheese for Real Life Cult Cinema. Cult Cinema is real life. I am Mike. I'm Steph. So is anybody out there hiring right now? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about our work woes off yeah. mic, which is pretty good. But you, sir, are are, uh, are on a little bit of a sabbatical yeah, right I'm now. Yeah, I'm on a sabbatical right now. Uh, I sort of got downsized. and Well, I sort of got headhunted to be part of some regional thing. I kind of took a look at it and said, nah. <laughs> and uh, and I bailed. and uh, But that's okay. So, so yeah, so we're kind of taking some time off, hopefully till the end of the year. And then we'll start beating the bush and try again. And. I just I just gotta decide what the hell you want to do. Right. Like right now, it's like, what are you gonna do? I ain't got. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, what do you what do you know how to do? Well, I knew how to do that. I did it for thirty years, and it's like, and now they just sort of took it away. And huh. so now, it's like, oh. well, so so what have you been doing? Uh, being a bum, yay! Uh, an inveterate bum. I've uh, read a lot. I wrote quite a bit. I've watched a lot of TV. <laughs> have you go to the movies very much? Yeah, been a few. Huh. So are you going to go see the Marvels when it yeah. comes out oh, in a couple sure, of weeks? Sure. Oh, God, that transition. Oh, oh. <laughs> transition, transition. Please fasten your seatbelts. Return your seats to the upright position. Please fold up your trays and make sure your seatbelts are tightly latched. Thank you. Or we have a transition. <laughs> transition complete. Come on. The plane landed. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so right now for context 
<laughs> the Marvels, which is the sequel to 2017's Captain, Captain Marvel, 16's yeah, Captain Marvel, I don't know, and that's featuring two other characters that were very prominent in the Marvel Cinematic Universe's TV offerings. Yep. Uh, Miss Marvel and Monica Rambeau are teaming up for a big uh, galactic shoot em up and, and uh, it is tracking extraordinarily low. They're saying it is going to bomb, and not just bomb, but bomb more than a little bit, which is kind of... Uh, surprising as as there was a time where we can all remember where marvel didn't miss and now they can't seem to hit you know i think a lot of it is i think it's kind of good that there's been a bit of a market adjustment with yeah. some of these things yeah and it uh, was overinflated to start with i think well yeah and to me um it just there isn't that urgency anymore mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. this stuff you know it's like i'm 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 way behind on on the Disney plus stuff. Cause I canceled Disney plus a couple months ago and yeah. I'm not, it's like some point I'll resubscribe to it for a month, catch up with everything and then cancel again. Yeah. yeah. And uh, cause that just seems to be my model. I'm sure a lot of yeah, people do the yeah, same a lot thing. Of people, I think that's the way and, you should uh, do it. So yeah. So, but, but so it begs the question, uh, there are still some Marvel stands, some people who are like, Oh, it's better than it ever was. You know, yeah. I can't wait to see Shang-Chi meet, uh, Oh, sure. Friggin uh, well, doesn't one of the that scrolls from Secret Wars. I don't know. Your, your main villain got in yeah. some legal trouble. That, yeah, that, yeah, didn't, that's, help uh, that didn't help anything. So. so it begs the question, and what we'll start talking about, and then just sort of devolve into the general goo madness that we tend to do. <laughs> um, is is there is no plan? Is, there is no plan. Is there is there any uh, show, any series, any uh, property? that you are still on board for long past its sell-by date. <laughs> are you still are you still watching something even though it gave you ample reason not to watch it or everybody else quit watching it or, you know, whatever. And, you know, I'll start start by saying I'm in the middle of Loki season two and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. They're doing some great stuff with Loki. It's fun. Him and, uh, uh, wow, Owen Wilson are yeah. great, you know, yeah. and then and it's confusing as hell, but it's also weird and kind of wacky and fun. And it's like I'll still go in for Marvel every now and again, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, I'm like not dying on that hill. No, but, yeah. yeah, no. I was like, yeah, I was like, I am a dyed in the wool fumer. And um, I said, yeah, I'll, I'll be there till the till the bitter, bitter, bitter end on that. But like I said, there just isn't that much urgency to it anymore. Right. And the thing that I remember, I, Chris Evans gave some interview where he's talking about it's like it's not about me it was about the ip and to me it's like no i don't think that's true oh. i think i think a lot of it is because a lot of those guys aren't around anymore yeah and um because i remember like when we were leading up to the end game or whatever and it's like you just kind of realize like you know i'm gonna miss these people yep when this is all over and sure enough i'm I kind of, <laughs> i'm kind of missing those people now that this is over i know Hemsworth sort of stuck around you know that last thor movie i didn't think was that good yeah it wasn't <laughs> and uh you know the last the last few it's like they just they lost the temperature i don't know what it was it's like they're just they just i don't know there's not engaging i would like to go to bat for guardians 3 okay i think guardians 3 was great okay. i think i think it was a movie that um everyone was expecting doom everyone yeah. was expecting death everyone was expecting to yeah. go into the theater and crying and what is james gonna do leaves us out on a dance party and yeah. like, god bless that freaking yeah. guy those characters were great and yeah. they all got great endings and and uh, it was it, it was a solid entry yeah. it still was fun it still was super imaginative yeah, yeah. I, I go to bat for i guess i think about it too because i enjoyed dr strange a lot the multiverse of madness i, I enjoyed that that sam raimi that was yeah. a lot of fun uh the spider-man movie you know that's that's that franchise has kind of been a diminishing returns for me anyway because i thought the second one wasn't all that great but the third one it's like eh, i see what you had to what you had to do there because of the whole sony thing or whatever mm-hmm. but i like it but yeah <laughs> it's fine and you know ant-man it had, had its moments too bad. but <laughs> well yeah it's i don't know it's it's i i don't know i don't know what happened but they like said they just seem they have to There's, me, it's like they kind of lost the magic a little bit. And to me, I think a lot of it just has to be like that. We lost a lot of those characters. Yeah, there, there's and, a Bob's uh, Burgers line that we quote all the time at my house where Gene goes, why would God give you those legs and no rhythm? It's a Gene line, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's how I felt about the latest Ant-Man. Why would you take the most charming character actor who currently working today and not let him be charming? You know, it's like, <laughs> kind of they're doing nothing. Yeah. It, it could have been freaking timothy chalamet for all i freaking care yeah. there was just the nothing only, to that the only thing that i really liked about ant-man and the last one was where hank pym finally gets his moment at the yeah end. Was, i thought that was pretty funny and you know with the, the, the giant intelligent ants coming in yeah I thought that, that was, was good i thought that was actually kind of great 
But, yep, but uh, I didn't watch Secret Wars. Not planning on it. No. Secret, <laughs> Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, we we, we talked about that years ago. It's like, why do they keep basing this stuff on the worst fucking <laughs> comics <laughs> they're, they're that came do, out in the last 20 years? They're going to do Secret Wars too pretty good. Pretty soon with the Beyonder. Yeah. yeah they're going to show up oh, and Spider-Man will teach him how to poop. And oh, be an episode. oh, no. <laughs> Beyonder shows up in his Jerry Curl <laughs> leather jacket. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, uh, what is it? Uh, no. Um, Cloak and Dagger will be mildly racist. There we go. Great. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, so. oh, anyway, are, boy. Are you, what was the last Marvel thing you did, Steph? Probably Doctor Strange. Yeah. Okay. I liked that one, but yeah, it's just, it, I, I don't feel the urgency. Yeah. Mm, me um, neither. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. So, I, just, I haven't, I haven't seen Guardians yet. It's, it's there. I have Disney yeah. Plus. I'm just not. Eh. Guardians Three is great. It's, it's, it's fun. it is a, it is a, it's uplifting. Yeah. At the end of the day, it gets, it's a there's super a couple spots movie. that kind of, there's a couple spots that got me. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, that it's like, oh, come on. Great, but, great villain. Yeah. Uh, they got a flesh planet. Uh, yeah, I, that was that, that, that remains one of the oogiest things I think I may have ever seen in a yeah. mainstream movie. Is when uh, they basically land on a planet that's basically made out of flesh, and mm. uh, like all the cameras are eyeballs, yeah. and uh, all the fountains are snot, from what I can tell. Uh, yeah, no, that was old mantis running around. You're a cat. You you like to dance. <laughs> that was a, that was great. Nathan Fillion shows up, yeah. and he's like security, and his security guard suit is like a flesh armor. It yeah, the it's, grossest, it's the craziest thing. thing. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's go around the horn once and uh, not talk Marvel and talk about some other uh, show or property or whatever that you still watch despite them giving you all, all the reason in the world to leave or despite the fan base leaving or despite it ending or whatever it is. You know, I think that or going in directions that you're not quite. Yeah. Well, you sound like you got you want to go first and we'll jump to Steph. <laughs> okay well no shame here You're, we've reached a place that's free of judgment all right we need to talk about star wars okay uh, uh, <laughs> okay uh dave filani yes. uh i haven't seen ahsoka okay i have seen ahsoka How and was I, it? I described it as a very pleasant party that i wasn't invited to okay. because i had never watched the cartoons but uh, or you didn't know you didn't know anybody or, there. You were invited know, to the party. Did, you didn't know exactly. anybody there. I didn't know anybody there, okay. but it was pleasant, and there was okay. some very cool Star Wars stuff, and it was well acted and well shot and well done, and I enjoyed myself. I just didn't like. I got online at one point, and someone had written, uh, "Ezra has a beard," and I'm like, "I don't friggin' know why that's significant." Asked, you know, and apparently it's like yeah, got all sorts of lore and yeah, and, yeah. Because to me, it's like Rebels, the animated series, was the only thing that Ferlani's done that I actually enjoyed okay that i really liked because it was different characters if they were characters from the prequels that i don't give two right, flying right, right. fucks about okay um so it was fun and actually the scene in the mandalorian where luke shows up and right, beats right. the hell out of everybody i for a hot second I thought is that gonna be ezra Oh yeah, I honestly thought that might be Ezra, but it wasn't. It was Luke, and it's like that was great. Hey, Luke's back! Yeah. Luke's actually doing something. It's that's my boy, great. Yeah. And so, and because that's get frustrating. I can't remember who I was, was I talking to you or somebody. I can't remember who I was talking to. But the frustrating thing is, like, the most fun that I think I've had with Star Wars post Return of the Jedi mm -hmm. is reading the old Marvel comics, huh? Which is nothing but these goofy ass adventures where it's Han and Luke and Leia and Chewbacca and the droids and the Falcon jumping from planet to planet with Darth Vader right behind them going on these wacky adventures on these wacky alien worlds. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, that's, great. that's what I want. I want to see these characters and things, but we can't have these characters and things because they fucked up solo. So, well, I actually like that. movie. I, I don't mind. Solo. I, I like solo that movie a lot. I thought the chemistry between, uh, was it Einreich? Yeah, uh, Alden Einreich. Einreich and Schneckenbrecken. Honk yeah, Germans! And, yeah. and that guy playing Chewbacca is great. Yeah, he was, and, he was Chewbacca. And so like, there's great chemistry there, and it's like, yeah, I want to see more adventures with these guys. Even Orlando, too. But it's like, mm -hmm. they fucked that yeah. up so bad, and, and it's like, so, okay, so much for that. So, we get more Clone War crap, and it's like, and it's, and it's circling back to it. It's like, uh, when I, I don't, I'm not reading the book. 
Yeah. I'm don't not... make me read the books, you know. Um, See, you know. I, I feel, I don't know why, but I feel that way about the cartoons. It's like, I, yeah. I, I'm sure they're great. People love them. People I know and respect really yeah. like them. But it's like, to me, we've reached the point where that seems like homework. And can you just yeah. give, can you just give me some adventure? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I, can I drop in, have some fun and get Anything out? anymore. It's like, I don't, don't, what's this homework crap? Yeah. Don't, don't make me yeah. read the book. Don't, don't make me go watch these supplemental, whatever. And don't make me go read the Wikipedia page to figure out what yeah, the hell just yeah, happened. Yeah. You know, and so that's... At the same time, at one point, Ahsoka had this great five to ten minute sequence where she gets inside the mouth of the mouth of a space whale and it takes her to a galaxy far, far away. It was great. Okay. There's just space whales floating around and they can work. That's she, what I love about that. That's yeah, she, what that whole thing could be. It's yeah. like instead, instead of force feeding me Jedi crap forever, yep, it's like yep. have somebody ride a space whale on the other side of the galaxy. Exactly. It's a big effing galaxy. Yeah, yeah. And I remember because I it had this is an aside, but I need. They, I run on the treadmill over my lunch hour sometimes. It's like I need something with a certain energy to it. And I remember watching Ahsoka going, oh, "Okay, that has this energy." And after they did that, I'm like, "That." Nah. I remember saying out loud to nobody, "Well, that's some Star Wars shit right there." Yeah. You know, it's like that's what well, I felt like. It's, okay. I, it's really funny because like I think it's the one thing that I and Rianne Johnson only agree on like one thing. It's like. The Jedi Order kind of fucked everything up. Yeah, yeah. Odds are good they would probably fuck it all up again. Yeah. So it's like, move on. But you still watch it. I will. I said I'll go. I'll go back. I'll eventually. Again, it's just like what the Marvel we're talking about. It's like there just ain't no urgency to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I said I haven't watched Secret Wars. I haven't watched. Haven't watched any of Loki yet. And uh, Secret Wars, I probably never will. And um, but yeah, like there's just no. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, and again, it was a dyed in the wool fumer. I can't believe I'm saying that, but yeah, it's yeah. true. I just. It's amazing what corporations can do. Yeah. <laughs> give them, yeah, give them a little bit of time. Just like they just can, they can IPs take your favorite and... thing and make you not care about yeah. it. Yeah. And just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, Steph, let's jump to you. What is something that you have uh, that you <laughs> are dyed in the wool for and, and not given up despite whatever happened to it? <laughs> Well, you know what I'm going to say, but <laughs> it's uh, I it's my comfort show. It's just become my comfort show, and mm-hmm. it's it's supernatural, of course, and it's just what I put on now because mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times. I've seen the whole all 15 seasons so many times that it's just I just put it on. I was just going to ask how many seasons it ended up with, and it was 15. 15. Yeah, okay, 15 seasons. Are they doing anything with that IP? Are they trying to flog it? Prequels, sequels? No, no, it's Prequels, over. Prequels. Well, there was there was the Winchesters, which was a like a spinoff. Okay. That um was on the CW, and it was like uh, the story of Dean and Sam's parents, but oh, in an alternate sure. universe. Oh. It, it turned out to be an alternate universe. Like Sam. The Sam. Timeline. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'll say, I'll let you take that one. Okay. Sorry. But so, it got, it, it got canceled. So. Okay. But it, it turned out to be like a, like a retcon of how Dean died in season 15. Okay. So it was pretty yeah, cool. I find it interesting and also kind of frustrating that when they try to do something like that, they have to make it an alternate universe, not to piss the fan base off. It's going yeah. to give them the freedom to do to kind of tinker, you know, or just do anything, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, no, 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 you know, and it's like, eh. yeah, we, sometimes we as a fan base just to take one giant step back, take a Prozac and, and, or an Ambien or something. And yeah. Just... yeah. But we didn't know it was a retcon until the very last episode. So oh, okay. it was, so, so during the whole, the whole run of, well, it was only 13 episodes, but the whole run of it, people were like, how 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 can this be John and Mary the the parents because the way they met is different from the canon of the show and and all the stuff it was just weird and it was all explained in the very well, last part episode. of the problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> I kid because I love because I'm totally part of the problem get it I get it anyway but but yeah soups is what I put on when I am drawing or am doing something else or cooking or soups. it's yeah, soups. Sorry. I'm gonna start calling it the wars. The wars. <laughs> the okay. Wars. Anyway, continue. Sorry, I keep interrupting. <laughs> um, yeah, and I haven't really. I have other shows that I want to watch. I want to watch the second season of 
Our Flag Means Death. I want to watch. I haven't gotten there yet either. The last two seasons of uh, um, What We Do in the Shadows. I haven't seen those. (laughs) But instead, I watch Supernatural, and I don't know why. It's just, I just can't move on. It's comfort food. Oh, I yeah. got several shows like that. It's like, uh, yep, I always wind up going back and watching. I, I think it's because of where I am in my brain right now and, sure. and things sure. going on in my life. And, and I just can't, I can't, I'm not ready for new stuff yet. Yeah. No, so. I get that. I totally get that. That and uh, Tears of the Kingdom, right? Yeah. Shannon's moved on to Stardew Valley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> She she beat she beat Tears of the Kingdom uh, a couple times. <laughs> so yeah. I just I just uh, made the rock people quit eating their uh, their drugs. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> did. <laughs> a whole group of rock people got addicted to drugs and needs <laughs> to help them. <laughs> it's a it's a great game. But did yeah. you did you? I don't know how into Super Mario you are, but with uh, with Bobby, my nephew, we have huge super mario games in this house and they just came out with a new one and it's super mario wonder and it's a side scroller like the original super mario oh fun and it's uh everyone's talking about it and playing it and they're all like oh game of the year game of the year but i'm like i thought that was tears of the kingdom yeah (laughs) well i i am of the opinion since we're off on a tangent that super mario odyssey is like the closest it might be one of my favorite games ever and, and it's like might be the closest i've ever been to playing a miyazaki movie i mean it's it's yeah. just like every you you go and you poke a corner and something cool happens that's mm-hmm. like someone put serious thought and care into and you're like this is really cool it is <laughs> except bobby's beaten it so many times that i'm so oh, sick of it <laughs> like it's the same way yeah <laughs> so sick of mario odyssey yeah. <laughs> yep, yep and, and uh, my wife is continually creeped out by the way they talk in that game <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate it. Is that the Ooh. one where he goes to New York or, or New Dog yeah, City? New, New Dog, Dog City. New Dog yeah. City yeah, yeah. With no Donkey Kong. That doesn't make any sense. Where's the monkey? He's Should there. Monkey. He's there. Is he? Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. So uh, uh, I am also going to be predictable. and uh, The track. Yeah, it's the track. I'm still watching the track. <laughs> the track shows it, it got better. It paid off after a while, but man i sat through discovery and man i sat through all those uh, i sat okay. through star trek into darkness sorry steph and man i sat through <laughs> uh uh some of the first two seasons of picard and and uh, when season three came around i'm like you know what it feels like cutting yourself at this point but i'm gonna do it <laughs> i'm gonna bleed for this friggin' show and i watched it and it paid off and it was the best friggin' series i've ever seen in my life it was the best and i love it i still haven't seen season three but i have I it did. on dvd i'll bring you the dvd but if I you did, want no i did watch all of strange new world yes which i really enjoyed it's good it's although, not great it's good although as we've talked about it it's like this is very confusing to me anson mount yes has gone Big from Daddy the best anson part mount. of the show <laughs> to kind of a liability yeah, yeah, <laughs> i don't know yeah. some of his choices it's like what are you doing yeah <laughs> dude really and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing too, and it's like, don't be in a hurry to bring all the you know the the, the crew that we know. Yeah, don't be the, in a hurry. Don't you be in a hurry because like, like they brought in Scotty there, right? I the know. It's like, and, but to me, it's just like, yeah, I like these other guys. Let them. Yeah, let them and, do Kirk, their thing. and Kirk's like a minor character, despite yeah. the guy stubbornly refusing to look, sound, or act like. like oh, yeah, <laughs> like, he's fine. he's fine. No, but yeah, my yeah. favorite episode was. Uh, the, time uh, the, the mash no the mash episode oh yeah, yeah with yeah. uh uh the that doctor a, and there's chapel and it's yeah and they're on the war planet with the when they're fighting the klingon yeah and i said yeah it's mash and they're yeah. they're mobiles and they're got people in the, in the transporter said, yeah. buffer because they can't it's the only way to save them but then they like lose power so they got to disperse everybody in there and it's like oh my god you know like, their incoming wounded yeah. was uh uh some, transporter something, yeah. transporter activated, activated yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah it was it, that was a great episode it's really good um they did a musical episode and kind of pulled it off uh, <laughs> kind of being the operative word yeah, yeah I, part of it worked and part of it, it, was it like, had it had at least two songs <clears throat> where i'm like no this is okay yeah. this is pretty good and then like the, the <clears throat> in theory it works oh that ending song was so bad but yeah yeah and it's like i see what you're doing yeah and 
and also I, I know I don't think you've watched any of it yet, but I really like Lower Decks. Yeah, I got this last season, it's getting better again. But uh, like the first season, it took like three or four episodes to kind of figure out what it's doing. But like once it finds the temperature, it's great. And like I said, I love the little little green Orion girl. She's yeah, hysterical. Yeah, she's, she's hysterical. And so, but yeah. well, anyway. I I think part of the the gist of what I'm catching is it's like we 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 some things we'll watch just because like out of habit sure. you know like track or, or star wars or yeah. supernaturals like it, it it's kind of a habit at this point D- are we still like happy watching these things i don't know it's it's <laughs> it's a it's a catch-22 on a lot of that because like the fan base a lot of times is the only thing keeping it going yeah but then also one of the major problems is is like us old farts just won't get the fuck out of the way mm-hmm. And you know, it's like, yeah, I, we were talking earlier. It's like part of the problem. I freely admit I'm part of the problem on a lot of this, but I'm trying to get better on some yeah. of it. Trying to be a little more open-minded on some of this stuff, and you know, just let them see where it goes. But supernatural makes you happy, right, Steph? I mean, when it's on, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Star Wars makes me mad. Heck, <laughs> <laughs> used to make me sad. And, yeah. and then it made me happier. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I, I think it's kind of like being a sport, being a fan of a sports team. It's a zero sum game. Star, Wars, Star Wars all over the map. It's like, uh, 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 what's the, what was the one with um, where they're building the Death Star or they're building the oh uh, Andor? Jeez, Andor was Christmas amazing. Woo! And it's like, do more of that. Yes, find and, find and, somebody uh, who actually has something to say and yeah. have them say it in this world. Yeah. You know. And not answering to 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 thirty five board members or something, yeah, or yeah. or you know, and um, and sorry, the proof's in the pudding. Kathleen, get mm-hmm. out of the way. And uh, Ferlani, calm down, <laughs> and get you and your fucking hat off the screen. Sorry, I'm a little bitter about that, but because <laughs> uh, I don't give two shits about that stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. But that's just me. So I'm, well, saying, I'm trying right. to be better. I'm trying to be better. I'm mostly failing, but I'm trying. Okay. We can get better. It's okay. all right. It's all okay. right. Um, I'm, I'm going to veer off just a little bit because <laughs> I am, I'm watching something right now that I cannot justify to you, but I'm having a great time. Okay. Okay. And I want to talk about it in general and then kind of see where it goes. But uh, Sarah and I watched Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. Okay. This is Mike Flanagan. This is the guy who did like... That's High, not the Halloween guy. No, uh, a guy who did High Prestige uh, series. He does series for Netflix. Okay. And they're all kind of like really lauded. Oh, like he did Haunting of Hill House. He did the Vampire one. Yeah, Midnight Mass. Yeah, that was Midnight really Mass was really good. Haunting Hill House was really good too. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that one, but yeah, I watched that, Yeah, Halloween. I'm still pissed off at Halloween Kills. I haven't seen the yeah. third one. I haven't. The Exorcist, forget it. Yeah, but I haven't watched uh, uh, that one, but I watched. Um, Midnight Mass, and it was great. Yeah. Okay. And very literary, right? I mean, it's like you watch these, and it's like, okay, this person is really. Dr. Sleep? Sorry. I'm yeah, trying same to remember dude. this guy. Same yeah. Dude. Okay. Yep. That was same really dude. good, too. Yeah. And it's, it's just very well shot, very cinematic, very, uh, at the same time, literary in terms of just like telling a story with complex characters over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. The horror kind of low simmers and then bursts out, and, you know, it, it just great stuff. And then we have Fall of the House of Usher. And the phrase I use is, it's about as subtle as pornography. It really is. It's, it's Subtles around a whack-a-mole? Well, yeah, it, it, it's Poe in a blender. So basically, all, all the episodes are named after Poe shorts. And it starts off with the fall of the House of Usher as kind of its uh, framework. But you meet this rich asshole played by Bruce Greenwood, who's fantastic. Oh, yeah, he's good. And his terrible, terrible family. He has six kids. And... Episodes two through seven is one kid biting it. Every single episode <laughs> on a post story. So the first, the first one for is, the love of God, yeah, don't trust her. Yeah, the first one is, uh, and I'm not going to spoil it too hard, but it's, um, uh, it's called Mask of the Red Death. And okay. the kid's name is Prospero. He comes up with an app to make exclusive parties called, the app is called Red Death. Oh, they, go, they go to this party <laughs> and instead of water at midnight sprayed on everybody, it's acid and they all melt into a giant oh, fucking puddle of goo. Wow. And it's exploitive and like it, dumb, is but it, also smart and because and gory and stupid, but also literary. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, cause, I cause I'm, I'm thinking of that one post story. It's like, I wonder if you're going to ask is like, have they done it yet? Where they trick like all the snobbish people to like dress up as gorillas and then they burn them alive. Yes, yes. They do um, it. Well, kind of. Okay. It, the, okay. It's like I said, it's Poe in a blender. Okay. So one of the children 
is a medical scientist who abuses monkeys. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. So, uh, so you got Rue Morgue and yes, okay, yeah, okay, and, and okay. Rue, and, so you got Rue Morgue. It's okay. called the Rue uh, uh, Research Facility. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's and, and it's great. And it's stupid at the same time. And I, I unabashedly love it, even though I could just as easily be rolling my eyes so hard okay. that I lose my vision. Okay. But for some reason, <laughs> it works for me. And maybe it's the season, or maybe it's the fact that. Um, Bruce Greenwood is just acting. It's got the this show's got all the acting. It's yeah. got so much just huge over the top acting. Uh, if you get the chance, look up Bruce Greenwood or uh, follow the House of Usher Lemon speech, because at one point it's all framed around uh, a prosecutor sitting with him in an old house going over his sins, right? right. And flashing sure. back to how all the kids died and everything. And at one point, uh, this prosecutor says, well, if you make lemon, if you get life hand you lemons, you make lemonade. And he goes, no, you don't. Let me tell you what to do. First, <laughs> you patent the seeds. And then and he goes on this yeah. like four minute speech about basically taking lemons and marketing them and stealing the DNA and suing farmers. And he just goes on this whole big rant about how you be, how you become a billionaire with lemons. And then he goes, and then after you've sold off your lemon empire for $2 billion, only then do you make some fucking lemonade. And it's, <laughs> it's this amazing speech in the middle of this total garbage show. And it, it's it's like simultaneously, high, it's highbrow trash and I could not be happier to recommend it to totally. everybody. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you get the chance, bootleg it, steal it. It is so I, much I, 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 I cycle on these things. At some point, I'll get Netflix again for a month and try to catch up on as much as I can. That's kind of what and I'm doing. It, it, at one point, I remember uh, Oliver Stone did a movie called – it did like a, a Wrong Turn movie with Sean Penn. I can't remember what it was called. It might have been Wrong Turn. Oh, I know like what that. you're talking about. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. And Roger Ebert described it as a concert pianist who suddenly breaks out breaks out a honky-tonk number. U-turn. Yeah, U-turn. U-turn. That's yeah. what it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I didn't know this concert pianist could uh, do honky tonk. Great, now get back to what you do, and oh. that's how I feel about Fall of the House of Usher because because Flanagan can he like might be the future of horror. He's doing like highbrow, impressive okay. stuff, and then he breaks out this stupid fucking show. Okay. It's the best. Thing. Right. I love it. Not to, not to go on another tangent. No, do it. But we're gonna fill some time. Uh, <laughs> did you ever see the remake of Wrong Turn? It came out like in twenty twenty. No. They remade Wrong Turn. It's the biggest piece <laughs> of shit. Oh, I no. was so mad. How do you screw up that premise? It's pretty easy. By bringing in all this sovereign state horse shit where uh, the hillbillies are, are claiming that they're so they're a sovereign nation okay. within the nation and they, and they have their mm -hmm. own rules. And it turns <laughs> out, it, it turns out like um, uh, the 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 people walking the Appalachian Trail were really the bad guys killing all the hillbillies because of the most convoluted because like they they go back do the flashback crap and it's like this is what really happened it's like no it wasn't I was there I saw uh, what you did you know and it's some it got to a point it's like is this almost this has got to be almost over I'll stick it out to the end yeah. I click that. There was still an hour to go. So it's like, was it like a two and a half hour horror movie? It was like an hour 50 or something uh, like that. But it, and then, yeah, because the, the one gal, and they so they all get convicted of murder by these hill, sovereign hillbillies. And they get these horrible justice metered out. And it's just like oh, the hillbillies just, are the heroes. Yeah. The, it, it, well, not really. But so, it, yeah, it just it, it seemed to me it's like uh, uh, um the 9-11 truther bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. it just kind of reeks of that a little bit you know mm -hmm. and it's like what what are you what are you doing I, no, again how do you fuck up yeah. hillbillies in the woods killing people they sure did so you know <laughs> congratulations congratulations you yeah, congratulations wrong turn 2020 you suck and so <laughs> you took you took a straight line oh, and turned so it into a I, that's, I just cannot believe it that's happened to me a couple times like watching movies anymore or not everything but every once in a while it's like Boy, this this is kind of bad. It's like how much more we got to go. Maybe maybe you know I'll just finish mm -hmm. it out. But again, it's like there's another forty five minutes to go, and it's like I no, it's like life's too short. Bye, yeah, I okay. I quit. I like fast forwarded to the end, mm -hmm. and so it's like and it's and then then it's like oh, and then you went there. It's like oh, I'm moving. Go away. Uh, exactly. Yep, yeah. Thank. Rum shot, rim shot, Big rum shot, rum shot, and rim shot, and a <laughs> and we're on. 
So what, what were we That's talking about? I, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I was I was going on Follow the House of Usher, okay. which uh, I I think uh, might be might be the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's it's low low highbrow or high lowbrow. I don't know what the hell it is. I'm <laughs> we had so much fun, and uh, at one point, you know, it's it's particularly gross. And Mark Hamill's the lawyer. Mark Hamill is the the Usher lawyer, and he's okay. doing some his voice his accent like changes over the course of the okay so at one point he's like hey i'm mark hamill doing this voice and then later on he's like hey i'm mark hamill doing this voice you know and then it, <laughs> so it's like, so, oh yeah you can't do poe without vincent price but uh, you, we, it, it's, the, working. The it's working the answer is like okay let's take all opponents throw them on the yeah. wall as hard yeah. as we can yeah. anyway um so yeah and anything you're up to up to watching for spooky season yeah. i don't know i remember watching a really good it was like on pbs it was a version of the cask of Montiato. I can't, oh, yeah, I can't yeah. sell it. But the one guy uh, was Rene Auberge. Yes, Odo from Beef I can't say it. Anyway, he was the, for the love of God, Montressor. He's the one who got yeah, sealed yeah, yeah. on the wall. I remember saying I was very Fantastic young. Fantastic actor. Right? Freaked the crap out of me. And it's like, ah, he's going to be all right, right? He's, he's going to be okay, right? Like, oh, no. he's going to die in the dark. Yes, it is and terrible. So, so anyway, so Steph, our woman in uh, in which country? What mm-hmm. are they doing? Anything big for Halloween that that side of the world? Oh hell no! <laughs> no, we avoid Salem like the plague <laughs> and knocked over. What? <laughs> because it's full of people. Yes. Um, if you go on TikTok and look up Salem, you'll see videos of nothing but how busy it is. Last year, in fact, Kit came here last year and uh, we had to go to, we took her to Salem and it was crazy, <laughs> crazy busy. And we got lucky and my sister let us park at the inn and um, because otherwise there's nowhere to park. Um you can you can walk everywhere in Salem. That's the one good thing about it. And there's like haunted. City. It's cool. It is a walkable city, and their inn is right in the smack dab in the middle of all the walking. So that's that that was lucky for for her and stuff. But we don't always get to park at the inn. <laughs> and um, Sometimes anyway, there's no room at the inn. Wait, there's no no. Um, there's no room at the inn in October. They're booked years in advance. <laughs> Yeah, so cool. it's it's their good month, but uh, uh, they hate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, what do they do Something there? Do they do they have like a festival, or do they? Um, it's uh, people come out dressed dressed up. They do haunted tours. They do like witches come out and do like tarot readings and aura readings and that sort of thing. And there's all kinds of little witch shops and um boutiques and that sort of thing um there's a there's a wand shop there's a Harry <laughs> Potter shop there's there's all kinds of stuff to do and and bring, plus there's all the bring. there's all the um hocus pocus locations that you can go to and oh. they're all walkable too and and there's the witch house which is actually one of the original judges houses that is tied to the witch trials and there's the Salem Witch Trials Museum, which is next door to their inn, and that's a popular spot. And Ooh. the Salem Commons, where they set up all kinds of vendors and stuff, and it's it's a big deal. And and uh, Friday the Thirteenth happened this month, so that was oh, a big deal. Yeah. And then, um, a couple of years ago, I think uh, Adam Sandler filmed Hubie Halloween there you know, in October. <laughs> I watched and, that movie. Yeah, you can see the end in it for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was terrible. It, it, it was actually not a bad Sandler. But I, I laughed a couple times. It, it's of the genre with he's doing his stupid voice. And I'm like, okay, fine. But it's got like a lot of people I recognize and like in that movie. <laughs> yeah. That's all his movies, though. I know. Right? Yeah. The but the, but the, yeah. the set decorators decorated the end. So in case it was in the shots, you know. Cool. <laughs> so that was neat um let's see and then but of course october 31st is the biggie and there's a parade and and all that stuff but that if you fun. if you live here you don't go there <laughs> so yeah yeah unless you can park at the end unless you can park at the end yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no oh <laughs> that would be fun if they had a big witch they burned at the end and <laughs> the top and he yelled not the bees 
You know, the place where they hung the witches and stuff is a Walgreens now. <laughs> yeah, that's, great. <laughs> that's great. It's kind of like uh, I just learned that in Germany, the uh, SS headquarters, which still stands, uh, is a Burger King. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's better or worse, you know? It's like, well, capitalism <laughs> comes for us all, I suppose. Take <laughs> the code. What's that? Hold the, hold the onions? <laughs> <laughs> you got to touch your nose and say, I want the chicken sandwich. <laughs> cool. I want the onion rings in the fries. <laughs> so... <laughs> No mail. <laughs> yes, mail. Only mail. No mail. <laughs> so, uh, cough, No mail. Oh God, let's, let's get all right. We're gonna come back after the guitar noise with recommendations. World's worst German accent. <laughs> wow. Hogan. Hogan. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. So we're going to do some recommendations, what we've been paying attention to, reading, watching, and, and uh, listening to or whatever for the last little bit. Um, I can go first. If you, you can want. go first. I got, I got uh, two things. You go first. I'll go first. Uh, one of them is a, uh, a podcast called Keys to the Kingdom, right. which is about uh, Matt Gorley and his, uh, and his wife, Amanda, uh, basically find a bunch of people who were high up in Disneyland and interview them about all sorts of stuff. Okay. So it's a, uh, just in keeping with the theme park sort of thing. Yeah, it's like, keys hey, to the kingdom. I yeah. Yeah. It. Okay. So it's like, Oh, th this person played Mickey. Uh, we're going to disguise your voice so that they don't sue you. So tell us about what actually happens. <laughs> Creepy old man. That's what happens. <laughs> they come up and they grab Mickey under her skirt and they have to get escorted out. This happens once every week. At least they try to grab him. Minnie's butt and like that's the whole podcast it's it's it never fails at one point they kicked uh mickey a couple of teenagers kicked mickey into the water amongst or uh, around the uh oh the big God. castle and in order to save his life the person inside the outfit took off his helmet or his, oh, his no. thing and then was fired for taking off his thing and he goes well what did you want me to do drown and they said what well, doesn't matter you take off your head take off your headpiece you're done and so they they fired mickey did they at for, least kick out the jackasses or not gonna oh. i'm sure they did and then there are other good stories too you yeah. know they, they've got a couple great stories but i like them the bad ones where you know people are coming up hey man he got some sexy legs oh, under there boy. and you're like oh this is of course this happens and you yep. know this happens and disney is just so damn good at making sure that you don't know that this happens but yep. it's fun to hear the first person account <laughs> <laughs> they got gangs of squads for who whenever someone cracks up in the costumes and suddenly there's sort of a whoosh of air and they're gone. Yeah. yeah and there's like yeah. paper floating behind yeah, them, you know, yeah. or a little bit of tufts of fur slowly floating to the ground. Like, the, where'd they go? The one that killed me is that there are <laughs> where King Louie go? I don't know. <laughs> there are a couple families that figured that uh an annual pass to Disney is cheaper than a nursing home. <laughs> And so they wheel grandma into Disneyland at opening and come pick her up at like around dinner time, like every day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure, uh, I don't know. Anyway, just, yeah, just the dark side of, of uh, theme parks, which is something. Name, nobody did she feed her? Did oh, they take I'm, her to I'm the sure, back? I'm sure at some point oh. someone intervenes, but. Oh yeah, wow. yeah. It's, People, it's desperate times out there, folks. So oh. anyway, anyway, I uh, I, keys to the kingdom. It's worth listening to, and it's not all doom and gloom. There's some great stuff in there. <laughs> I don't but, believe uh, you. <laughs> well, the the poor woman who played uh, uh, Mulan, who was wasn't actually Chinese, and would have Chinese kids run up to her trying to speak Chinese, and would have to disappoint <laughs> them every single time. You know, just that sort of stuff. You know. But yeah, it's, it's it's fun. And then the other I one I got assaulted by the gal who played Mulan down in Florida when I was there. Well, not assaulted. Really? She liked me. She thought oh, I was cute. That's great. 
Anyway. <clears throat> you make a man out of you, which I is a song me. from Milan. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, right. It is. So the the other bit is a legit great horror movie you can watch right now on Shutter. Have you heard of When Evil Lurks? No. It is a uh, Mexican. I gotta make sure I got the title right. I'll, right. I'm gonna look it up while I'm talking, or while right. uh, someone else is talking. But the, the basic premise: uh, it's a, a Mexican horror movie where the idea is there's a demon, and if you recognize the demon, if you see the demon, if you fight the demon, then the demon sees you, and if the demon sees you, it's gonna jump in any way it can to get to you and you can't outrun it and you can't fight it. There's nothing you can do. The opening scene, just to give you a sense is a woman screaming at, at a farm and a farmer runs down. Yeah. When evil lurks. Yeah. Woman runs or a farmer runs down. Uh, and there's just one goat staring at him. And so Black he, he pulls out a gun, shoots the goat, Turns the gun on himself. And the woman who screamed then has to kill herself because the demon is just like boing, boing, boing. And it's it, it's a fantastic premise. And oh my God, it gets dark and nasty and mean. And, and it's it Mexican. Is, yeah, it's a Mexican okay. horror movie. Okay. Whew, whew, good stuff. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Very so nice. if you get the chance, when evil lurks, it is, uh, um, it's one of those horror movies where at the end you're like, oh, that was... That was real good and real bad at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> in a completely non-fun way, unlike yeah. Fall of the House of Usher, which I also recommend, but that's just fun. That's just evil people getting melted. That's just a good time. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, yeah, when evil lurks, if you get the chance. Okay. All right. You want to jump to Steph? Do you have anything you're paying attention to? Well, um, as you can imagine, my life is pretty dull <laughs> at the moment. So, but um, for Shannon's birthday, um, one of her coworkers bought her tickets to see one of her favorite singers, Lorena McKennett. And um, I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's um, kind of like an ethereal, new, new agey kind of singer. Cool. And Shannon's loved her for years and years and years and years. And um, she got to see her once when she was living out in Oregon. And uh, she performed at a zoo, so Shannon went to go see her. In, at uh, a zoo? Yeah, she performed at some zoo. Hmm. But um, she uh, obviously rarely tours. Well, not obviously, but <laughs> she rarely tours. Yeah. And um, when she does tour, she does not tour the Midwest. So Shannon, you know, when she moved back to Nebraska, she didn't get to see her at all. And so when we moved out here and found out she was actually touring again, and she was touring in Portland, Maine, um, she freaked out and her coworker was like, Oh, I'll buy you tickets for your birthday. Cause it was coming up. And uh, cool. Shannon was like, what? No. And, yeah. and it, it turned out that she was like, yes, I will shut up. <laughs> and so, um, she did. Oh yes, I did get to yes. go. Go. And, uh, uh, it was, it was the okay, other week okay. and, um, it was beautiful. I, I, I wasn't a big fan of hers. I'm not into her. But the concert was lovely. Um, we had beautiful seats, and it was really nice. And then uh, the next day, I got sick <laughs> because no, hardly anybody wore masks, and oh, you know, so yeah. no, it wasn't yeah, COVID. I didn't get what, was, it, was it COVID? I have not had COVID this entire Your time, neither has Shannon. Yeah. So, wow, I'm not sure. I might have. I never. We we think we had it in February of 2020 before it hit. Because we both got really sick yeah. in February of yeah. 2020, but other than yeah. that, we have not had anything at all. It was about a week of horrible. No, we were we were deathly ill. Can I tell you a weird concert story I had recently? Uh oh. I took a friend of the pod, Matt Campbell, to see Death Clock and Baby Metal in Omaha. <laughs> Death Clock, of course, is the band uh, from Metalocalypse which uh, Brendan oh, Smalls sure. does. Yeah. yeah. And it was amazing because they performed the concert in character. So they were basically in shadows and then they had a big screen and the cartoon characters came up and they talked as the cartoon characters and then did metal songs. And okay. it was very interesting. And then baby metal came out and they were what they are, which was, you know, a, a, a Korean or Japanese metal band yeah. who doesn't sing in English. Uh, <laughs> um, but they were great, you know, okay. and, you know, but at one point in between bands, they're switching out, the, switching out the bands and the venue, which is the, the steel house in Omaha is playing songs over the loudspeaker. 
and everyone's milling about, and it's just ambient noise. No one is really paying attention to the songs. I'm talking to Matt, and we're like, da, 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 da. And I hear a song over the speaker, and I'm like, is what we need, because all we do is dirty deeds. We're the Spaceballs? They're playing the theme from Spaceballs <laughs> over the friggin' loudspeaker. Death Clock and Baby Metal. I'm like, what is going, why is, no one's paying attention. No one else has clocked it. I'm the only one who's in Spaceballs? A 1989 Star Wars ripoff? What the hell is happening? Baby Schwartz, be with Yeah, exactly. They, they, and then, of course, I'm keyed into the music and they just play like odd stuff the whole time, you know, but it's like, White's and Dying. Sorry. What, what is good? They played a B side from the that, that Thing You Do soundtrack. And it's like, you realize Baby Metal is about to get on, right? You realize the, 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 Come on, there's a party going on. Yeah. Come on. It, it, it was um it might have been that one. Okay. Yeah, it might have been that one. I, I can't believe I just one. pulled that out of my butt. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, tell your daddy how you leave. Yeah, that's it. There was like only two one. songs yeah. from the wonders on uh, the thing you do. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was it was a it was a strange concert. It was good. <laughs> I had a good time. It was strange. Mm-hmm. All right. So um that's what I did. Concert, yep. Right? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> It's Yay. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. cool. All right, Chad. Mm. <laughs> the technical difficulties are fun. What recommendations do you have? Okay, for this spooky season, I have a very good ghost story to recommend. It's called Remember Me. Okay. Uh, it's out of Britain. Uh, Michael Palin stars. Really? In a serious role. He plays uh, an older part who no one really knows how old he is, and he's trying to get out of his house, which is haunted, and into a into a nursing home, but only the ghost follows him. Ah. And um, someone gets murdered, but you're not sure if it's him or if it's a ghost or if it's someone else. And this uh, nurse, this young nurse, who's trying to keep her family together, she's got to try to solve the solve the solve the mystery of what's happening and who's who's doing all the killing. And it's very good, hmm. and it's kind of spooky. And the ending was like, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I don't think it's going to be good. But it's resolved itself satisfactorily, and I think it's really great. It's called Remember Me. Where can you watch it? Um, I watched it on Prime. I think it was a rental. Really? Yep. Yep. So that was really good. Um, I also highly recommend a documentary called Kelsey. K-E-L-C-E. Did you watch that? We watched this. Uh, Jason kidding? Kelsey? My my kid is is a, is had to pick an NFL team and she picked the goddamn Chiefs, which okay. means we bleed Chiefs red now, which means uh uh yeah, we know all about Travis and Kel- uh, yeah. Travis and uh, two of the Jason. most adorable yeah. meatheads. I think they really are. Like, and their podcast is great. And yep. I was yep. listening to one the other day where they had to eat their potatoes at Thanksgiving. It's yep. the funniest yep. goddamn thing I've ever heard in my life. But yeah, no, it's really good. It just basically follows him all of last season. It's like, is he retired? Going to retire? And it climaxes like they said. It's got a script that his wife's pregnant and her yep. due date is yep. like the Super Bowl. The two brothers are playing against each other in the they Super are. Bowl, and it's like could've this could be better. scripted if they tried. You know, and that whole song about, you know, jumping off the building, you know, in the cave yep, or whatever. Yep. And it's just like, I love this guy. And it's like, I'm not a Phillies fan or an Eagles fan or anything, but it's like, I love this yeah, guy. Jay's, Jay, adorable meathead. Yeah. Great he's a great, he's, he's a greatest meathead. And I love it. And I mean, I say that reverently. Yeah. When I call them meatheads. There's, so. there's a story. Uh, actually, I found this on TikTok where one of the writers of Saturday Night Live, when Travis hosted, mm-hmm. uh, said that they did the run through and he was terrible. Right? Okay. Cause he's not, he's not an actor. Right. right. He's, he's not used to being on stage yeah. and he was terrible. And so, uh, this woman uh, who's telling the story said that, uh, um, you know, that he kind of slinks back off to his dressing room and everyone's kind of looking, it's like, what are we going to do? He's not real good. And she walks by to kind of go see if she can talk to him. And he's FaceTiming Patrick Mahomes and yeah. they're reading the script together, okay. trying to get him better at it. Okay. And she goes, and I just started crying. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's a describe it it's like he's a lovable meathead but definitely a meathead yeah. you know it's like and that's yeah. fine he also happens to to yeah. be a fantasy uh football just yeah, i love, I love his family i love his wife yeah. his girls, girls are, yeah, oh she's great it's just like i said highly recommend it and i think that's that's also streaming on prime it is and that, then that's also a, that's good yeah that's and good, then also i second that i finally watched sick oh i haven't if, watched have seen this. I've, I've seen a bunch of ads you know it's not it. it was it was pretty good and the one thing that I noticed about um, like these neo slasher films, yeah, you know, there's the whole fight or flight thing, right? And you know, in the olden days, it was always flight, run away, run away. But anymore these days, it's all fight, 
you know, and it was just kind of fun because it's kind of a home invasion kind of thing. And a little bulldog lead gal, she was doing so well when she was in fight mode. And in fact, she not to spoil too much, but she she takes out one of the bad guys. And uh, but then when she's like trying to get away from the other one, it goes really bad for her. There's a twist in it that kind of works. But like I said, there's this really moments of sense memory because this takes place during COVID. And and so the, these people are isolating at some cabin in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, but like there's this scene in the opening, the opening killer and the guys in the grocery store and it's been ransacked and everything. And it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. You know, and it's like, ugh, weird times, strange times. But yeah, Kevin Williamson wrote it. Folks really? Guy wrote Scream. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's like certain things you watch like, yep, he sure did write this, you know, and it's like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I recommend it. I thought it was pretty good. And, um, the fact that it was really good, like, but the twist, the twist might not work for everybody, but it's fine. And, um, so I thought that was pretty good. So there you go. That's my Rex for this, this round, this time, this episode. Woohoo! But before <laughs> we go, I was going to ask you. Have you watched anything about? Have you seen anything on this Godzilla uh, minus one? Yes. I've oh my god! Wow. I that that a... shot with him in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> or the thing where like they're going up his tail. Oh yeah. And, yeah, yeah. That was a good like, shot too. I, and, like my, yeah. my my YouTube feed has been full of uh, like little fifteen second commercials from Japan of zero or minus one and. I haven't seen. The, what's the basic gist of it? I don't know the. Plot. I don't know. I don't know. And it's like I don't want to know. It's like, I kind of want to go into this cold. There's that one shot where he's like stomping along and that whole chunk of the ground yeah, comes up. Yeah. And it's like, why hasn't anybody ever thought of that before? You know? <laughs> and so it's like, oh, I can't wait for this movie. And so, yeah, that's another thing I'll never quit. Well, they're doing is the, that Godzilla. Oh, my God. Well, that's that's that, probably my favorite franchise. And they're doing the uh, the Monarch thing on Apple+. Plus. Well, that looks pretty good, too. That. Yeah, that, that looks great. pretty good. Kurt Russell and his kid playing the same character. <laughs> I think that's apart. great. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Godzilla is just around stomping on yeah. shit. It's like, yeah. And isn't okay. there another Kong Godzilla movie coming mm-hmm. too? There is. <laughs> Steph, have you seen any of the uh, hype around the video game called uh, Kong, uh, the Skull Island: The Rise of Kong, or just The Rise of Kong, Mm-mm. or something like that? Have you have you looked up this at all? It's a uh, <laughs> people are calling it the worst video okay. game they've ever seen. Um, let, let's just. Let's just see if I can find find an image to show Chad. Uh, if this is if this is unfunny, we can cut it. But it, it's like <laughs> basically they shrunk Kong down and made him look like like a cupie doll, and he's running around, kind of sort of punching stuff, like a chimney thing. Yeah, kind of. Okay. <laughs> he kind of. Have you ever seen the videos of that guy that throws the? rubber monkey off increasingly higher places uh no <laughs> okay it's a real niche thing anyway yeah, yeah i'm kidding i want to meet your algorithm buddy <laughs> he's a little rubber monkey he throws him off the stairs then he goes up another flight and throws him off there and it's <laughs> his name Hugh? good callback good callback <laughs> good callback yeah, it's not going to work. But, uh, <laughs> is, is is Hugh killing his wife in the television? Look up the Rise of Kong video game. You'll, you'll have to anyway. <laughs> All right. So I think that's going to do it for this time out. Uh, oh, minus one. Can't wait yeah, for minus one. Can't wait great, for that. So. All right. So so happy Halloween holidays. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I saw Killer of the Flower Moon. Oh, you did? Yes. I did. All right. All right. Oh, go see it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for, stay to the end for Chad's thoughts on Killer (laughs) of the Flower Moon. I'm right here. It was, yeah, it was, it's one of of those things that I was sort of vaguely aware of it, what Mm -hmm. happened with the Osage. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's just like, just fascinating, but it just makes you sad. Yeah. And uh, what, what they did to, you know, and it wasn't like everybody, but it was just sort of this. I don't know. It just this this game plan of like oh, it's just you know what? I'm not even. I'm sorry. I brought it up, but like I said, go see it. It's very good. I don't want to spoil anything. And I will say this: it's the fastest three and a half hour movie you'll ever sit through in your mm-hmm. life. It's very good. I hear. I hear it might be some of the better acting DiCaprio's done. It's right. The only the only thing that was funny is like there's a lot of good. It's like a lot of faces keep showing up. It's like ooh ooh Larry Fassbender, you know and. Uh, but at one point, Brendan Fraser shows up. 
Yeah. Okay. And he's somewhere between like what he was in the whale and what he is now, you know, so he's sort of shrinking back down and, but he comes on and he takes it to like 12 <laughs> and it's like, bring it down just a little bit, you know, but he's fine. He's fine. Absolutely fine. He was like a lawyer. He shows up way, 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 way in, in the movie and everything. But it's like, I didn't realize like that was the birth of the FBI. To go investigate those murders down down really? in Oklahoma during the whole thing, you know, and it's just yeah, it's just it's like this this little cottage industry of of what the hell is that? <laughs> this is the video game. Looks like Donkey Kong. I know. <laughs> Why Sorry. is Donkey Kong's chasing a lizard? <laughs> now he's gonna jump. Okay, and oh, there is. Oh, he's fighting it. What is that? A T Rex? Yeah, it's okay. real bad. Anyway. <laughs> We've the, strayed. What the fuck are they talking about? I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. FBI. So yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't. I didn't know this. Like, so it was an interesting history lesson. Beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Scorsese. He's great. And uh, I, I highly recommend it. Go see it. Cool. I would like. I would like to see it. We'll yeah. see if we can get that. I read that book. And yeah. Said it my wife. I, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I borrowed your wife's book because, like, I I would like to know more. Well, so. that same guy who wrote Killers of the Flower Moon did uh, his follow-up novel or his follow-up book is called the wager okay and it's a book about a ship a shipwreck yeah. uh in like 16th century england and it is just a chronicle of suffering okay like i don't think i've ever seen worse luck or worse things happen to okay. a group of people who yeah. later survived to tell the story yeah about I, it. the thing that actually surprised me most about because like i said i was kind of aware of what mm-hmm. happened but it, it, like watching this is like they're gonna get away with it, you know. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, yeah. they're gonna go with it. They don't really. But then, it, it, again, no spoil too much. But yeah, it's just one. Of the, I thought for sure they'd get away with it, and it was nice to know that they didn't. Mm-hmm. And so, there you go. Like I said just cool. prepare yourself because it's very long. Yeah. yeah. I went to. I wasn't sure how long it was. And I went to like a twelve thirty show, and I walked out of the theater like at four o'clock. And yeah, it's like, oh yeah. my god, <laughs> so crazy. So. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week. But we Ooh, no, that's it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm done. But take a, t- take a look at this monkey, and we'll talk to you again in a couple Bye, everybody. of weeks. That's he looks that's stupid. A monkey. It's a monkey. You've been listening to The Atomic Weight of Cheese, where cult cinema is real life, and real life is frequently cult cinema. You can visit our website at theatomicweightofcheese.com, follow us on Twitter at A-W-O-C podcast, see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atomicweightofcheese, or shoot us an email at atomicweightofcheese at gmail.com. We love your feedback.